Ernest, what's up? Y'all know I'm big on doing your research, sharing your research, and giving credit to where you found the research. But I always get asked the same question. Where do I start with the research? And the answer is easy. It's our sponsor, Yahoo Finance. Whether I'm tracking the daily movement of my favorite companies, doing technical analysis with their easy-to-use charting platform, or checking balance sheets, Yahoo Finance makes something very complex simplified. For more than 25 years, Yahoo Finance has been the brand behind every great investor. Whether you're a seasoned investor or you're looking for extra guidance, Yahoo Finance gives you all the tools and data you need in one place. They're the number one finance destination producing a holistic look at the financial news cycle, including breaking news, original editorial perspectives, analyst ratings, independent research, customizable charts, and so much more. You could actually securely link your brokerage accounts for a unified view of your wealth, including your 401k and other investments. A comprehensive perspective is what sets apart great investors. And it's how Yahoo Finance ensures you have the insight to look at your wealth in its entirety. With a community of over 90 million users each month, their real strength is helping you on your way to financial success. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit the brand behind every great investor, yahoofinance.com. The number one financial destination. That's yahoofinance.com. You heard me, yahoofinance.com. Don't wait, don't hesitate. I use it, you should go over there and start using it now. Let's get into this. So the Yale curve, you're talking about the Yale curve a lot. The Yale mm -hmm. curve inverted this past week. Um, what does that mean for the economy? and the stock market. Hey, do you want to just explain what the yield curve is? Yeah, so when the so let's say if you have a 2-year bond and a 10-year bond, normally what happens investors will put more money into the 10 because a longer term investment usually pays or yields gives more. And when it inverts, when the 2-year begins to pay more, that's when we know there's a sign of a recession. So last year, ironically enough, on a Mark Cuban episode which was 1 year from last week, Mm -hmm. We talked about that being the second most important indicator. So the top three indicators are um, quantitative easing from the Federal Reserve. That's gone away. Number two, the inverted yield curve. And then number three, holding in the market for 20 years. So the two curves that matter the most, please write this down, the two year and 10. So that's one pair and a five and 30. So if both of those ever cross to zero or below, and we're going to have a terrible recession. Now, one of them hit last week. Please put in chat which one it was. But if we we see the two and 10 year bond drop and the five and 30 drop and they cross underneath, that is a sign that a recession is going to come. Now, it's a lagging indicator, so it doesn't mean that the next day is going to immediately go into recession. It takes around 12 to 16 months for a recession to kick in. Um, but when I did my analysis, I have it at 11 months before we hit a uh, potential recession area in the market. So please keep your eye on that. But those are the two that matter the most. Now, I know Chamath this week talked about the three month and the 18 month is less reliable. Um, it's like the equivalent of trading like on a one minute chart. It's like, it can flicker. It's not the most important, but if all three hit, you have a 100% guarantee for a recession, but I look at the two and the 10 and the five and the 30. Those are the two most two pairings of the yield curve. Yeah, that's interesting because you said that uh, most people say 12 to 18 months. And so I, there's just plenty of analysts who are saying that this year could still be a positive year, right? And even if you count that, right, there's still eight months left in this year. 
Um, so that can still happen and we can still be headed toward recession territory. So you're saying that it's going to get worse? You think the economy is going to get worse? I think we're going to spike up and we can segue into one of your favorite conversations of politics. And then after we have the midterms, because Biden's approval rate is so low, the probability of the Democrats keeping those seats right now is less than probably 30%. And then usually, I want you to, we talked about it maybe last year, but does, do we have a greater chance of going into a recession if we have a Republican lead or a Democratic lead? Historically, it's been Republican. So when you study the cycles of everything, you understand given the economic climate that we're in, plus mismanagement of presidential cabinet and some of the economic affairs, the Russian Ukraine situation, quantitative easing going away. When this power grab shifts, I think we'll go up for the rest of the year, but then next year will be pretty uh, tumultuous to say the least. All right. So, let, I mean, Friday was the beginning of the second quarter. So, let, let's just, I'm going to give some statistics really quickly so people can understand how, what we look like for the first quarter of this year. So, the Dow was down 4.6%, SP was down 5%, and, you know, our favorite, one of our favorite, the NASDAQ was down 9% for the first quarter. However, however, April is historically the best month for, of the year for stocks. Now, March kind of brought us back a little bit. We were way lower than, than 9%, 5%, and 4.6. So uh, the S&P has averaged over the past, uh, since World War II, a 1.7% gain in the month of April. Um, so that's 70% of the time, it, on average, it has rebounded in April, depending on how the first quarter went. Now, the interesting you brought, thing you brought up just now was the midterm election. When there are midterms, I think like 60% of the time, the second quarter usually is down and then the third yeah. quarter is down. Yeah. So these are just conflicting indicators, but it's interesting, right? Because usually, like we said, April is the best month. And we kind of saw that last year a little bit and then May kind of you know went down and we saw June, there was a spike again. So interesting to keep your eyes on. Yeah, and if you're looking at the short-term horizon, that may be scary, but if you're looking at the long-term, one year, two year, three, you're going to be fine. Also, hedge funds have a inclination to buy in the middle of March and towards the end of March. So that's why we started to see a ramping up where January and February felt like we was just like falling off of the Empire Build State Building. Mm -hmm. And then March, we took off to the upside. Same with on bookend buying. So on Mondays and Fridays after hours is when most um, institutions will begin to buy in the never midday. So when you know they're buying towards the end of that uh, quarter cycle, that was some of the reason we got some of the ramp up, like once the fear uh, and stuff went away. But yeah, keep your eyes over the next couple of months. If you're new to investing, I know this may be scary, but please just hold for the long term. Um, we have to we have the same considerations and concerns during uh, the election with Trump and Biden, and everyone was worried, and then we just took off to the upside. So if you hold for the long term, it really won't matter. But yeah, these next three or four months will be pretty interesting to say the least. Yeah, yeah. The, the most most analysts are predicting. Um, anywhere between 0.7 to 1% increase in the S&P. Well, some people even saying that, you know, it could end at 5,100 by the end of the year. But that's still, like you said, if, if recessions are lagged and they go for anywhere from 12 to 6, 18 months out, we can still be in that. So just everybody just be mindful of that. Um, and so another thing, another thing. So I, I know a lot of times people like, can we time, when, when should we invest? What's the best time to invest? If you invested, uh, I believe it was February 24th of 2022 this year, when NASDAQ, I, no, the S&P got to a slow, you've actually made an increase on-, on Absolutely. So, you know what I mean? Like when we talk about watch the charts and then just get your points of when you're gonna buy in, this is exactly what we're talking about. 
So you could be having a great year right now based on everything that we're saying, even with all the industries being down, if you got in at that point, you're up a pretty good percentage. Absolutely. And anytime anyone panics, it is your chance to profit as long as you get in at a good price. So for example, like that amazing hoodie Rashad has on, if it went on sale for nine bucks, the upside is infinite because I'm sure it's retailing for 150, 200. Um, everything is about the price that you get in plus length of time that you're willing to hold. So if you better bought, bought at bad price, you, you got destroyed. But and same thing I said in the 85 South interview, I'm like, hey, Tesla's is gonna drop to 843. As of today, it was at 1,024. When everyone else is panicking over good assets, you should be looking to buy. And that's how you'll be able to make money even when most people are losing in the current market. Yes. And so let's let's go into this. Um, what are some other signals for a recession to look out for when things um, are getting bad? So number one, uh, when valuations of startups are being cut. So like, for example, Instacart, their value got cut by 38% on March 25th. Mm -hmm. The business model of Instacart hasn't changed. And let's be honest, if you're looking at top line revenue or bottom line revenue, that hasn't changed much. But people were chasing. So same with momentum stocks. Everyone was chasing at a high. The same thing was happening in VC and Angel. And uh, other indicator, they have a Federal Reserve uh, uh, probability recession model um, that you can look at. If you just go to Google, you can just put recession probability model. It updates, I think, every two months but it'll tell you the probability in which we have a chance of going into a recession. So if you compare that two year and 10, five and 30, and if you look at the startup vehicles and see how many are increasing in value or decreasing, plus with this probability model and listening to Market Mondays, you should never get confused when we're gonna hit a recession. But those are like the main four that I'll look at to tell if we're gonna have like a full on collapse in the market. My graduates from my school being Forbes, Bag drop. Bag drop. <laughs> a mic drop. Bag drop. Bag drop. <laughs>